Good evening. What is your highlight of the week? Thank you for joining us again tonight. This is the MIT podcast. MIT stands for Mindset into Transformation. I am Benjamin Huang, your host tonight. Here we have conversation with people who have done extraordinary thing in their life. We discuss their story of success and the mindset drive them into achieving the impossible. Real estate is a team sport. Peter Gell wrote a book's name, Your Network is Your Net Worth. Who you interact with, how you choose to be in your business with, really impact your business. Growth, every single decision you're going to make along the way to your entrepreneurial journey. Our guest today is a connector. Yes, a connector who knows people and lots of people in the space. He's in our show today sharing with us on his story and how he established his massive success on connecting people. Happy to have you here, Victor. How are you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. I'm blessed. Uh, thank you for this opportunity, Ben. It's, it's been it's been a fun journey, right? We've we actually met each other what in August, I think it was. Yeah, well, we know each other for a while. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. Well, I mean, Victor is a good friend. Um, I I've been looking forward to to see uh, to met him in person, and you know, we're able to meet in person last year. Uh, you know, uh, actually, we were on a trip to look at one of my properties uh, down in Dallas, Texas. So it was, it was fabulous. But Victor, today is really about you because you have done a lot of things in real estate. Um, you know, connecting people is truly the name of the game in real estate, right? So why don't we give you a, a quick introduction to yourself and, you know, to show with the audience, you know, what you have done, where you're coming from and what your interests and whatnot. Oh, absolutely. Thank you for everybody. My name is Victor Balderas. I'm actually known as uh, AKA Victor, the connector. Uh, this is, and it's an amazing opportunity for this because actually I was actually got this name one year ago. Uh, this was a, a process of us connecting with other people, but we didn't know who we really are because uh, of uh, your superpower. We always talk about superpower and, and what your avatar is. So whenever you hear that terminology, it's talking about you. And so one of the things that we all all are are connectors, but we don't embrace that connector uh, mentality, right? And for me, it's always been like second nature for me to help other people. Uh, it was so much fun. Um, the And then I got into real estate. When I got into real estate, it was just so much, it was something so exciting. And as you know, it's, you can't do it by yourself. It's a team sport, like Ben was saying, right? And real, once you realize that, it becomes even more fun because you get to meet so many different people, so different many ideas, so many different techniques that you're able to now grow your arsenal in your brain power, your, your, your creative way of thinking things and how to literally solve a problem. And that's really very helpful whenever you're an entrepreneur, right? You can be a baker, a lawyer, a plumber, a roofer, or whatever you want to do. But no matter what, you have to have that creative mindset to figure out situations. And for me, whenever I talk to somebody, I want to hear their story. And this is how I became a connector. By listening to what they're saying, everybody has a problem. The thing you have to listen for is what the problem is. Is it a person? Is it a process? Or is it both? 
And once you get to understand that, guys, you're able to now help other people from your network to help that person in front of you. You know, for example, um, if I need to, there was a situation that uh, someone needed a civil engineer. Well, I know a civil engineer. So we already had a conversation to say, hey, how can I help you? And believe it or not, there's ways to make money as a connector. And a lot of people don't really, really understand or even realize that. And so once we had that conversation, I made the introduction. And then later on, I got paid for it. And, and a lot of people think, how? Well, it's, it's one of the things that you're just a connector. And, and once you understand the entire process, it makes sense. Now, do I do that as a living? No, it's a side hustle. You know, it, my, my primary things that I do is what basically what Ben does. He does multifamily. I do multifamily. I do single family. I've now dipped my toes into land and development. And then eventually down the road, we're looking to um, increase our portfolio into manufacturing housing communities, boat and RV storage. And the reason why is because it's, it's a need, a necessity, right? Mm -hmm. Affordable housing. Uh, you can go and either buy something that's already established, repurpose it, rehab it, stabilize it, and live off the cash flow. And that's basically what we do when we do multifamily, right, Ben? It's like yeah. we look for a project. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, see, this is this is why I love Victor so much because, you know, uh, inviting him into a podcast, I can just sit there and just listen to him, right? You know, <clears throat> Victor's know a lot of things. And as a connector, uh, you know, like what Victor said, you can get paid for it, right? Um, and so, you know, a lot of people don't realize that that is the the uh, essential value that people in real estate really need. People like broker, they're connecting basically the buyer and seller, right? People like, you know, investor, like the general partners in multifamily, they're connecting the deal with capitals, right? It's, it's always connection out there. And if you know enough people, if you... If you recognize the opportunities and you, you have the superpower or your team has a superpower to put together to make a deal happen, that's where, you know, the wealth are created. Would you agree, Victor? Oh, a, a thousand percent. You know, you and I know someone you just did a podcast with and, and she's an amazing person. You know, uh, the person that I'm talking about referring to is being a jetty. You know, she... Ben, she has really connected all the dots for me, you know, because there's so much stuff that we learn along the way into a sophisticated investor, but there's still gaps in between that that education, those that those nuggets of knowledge, right? What she literally did, she got a pen and connected all the dots for me. And you have those aha moments, right? Mm -hmm. And I've been I've been so blessed that I was I'm able to have access to Vina uh, for a mentor as a friend and and she's an advisor too because is it was if it wasn't for I think for me mostly 
I wasn't supposed to be in that mastermind that you're in. Did you know that? No. I was actually invited that night when we were at the uh, having dinner Sunday night with, and then Pace showed up. Right. And so Pace actually invited me that night because I helped take over a Zoom for him on Saturday because his flight got canceled. Right. I see. <laughs> oh, But hey, we we're. I think I think we're talking a lot of things that our, our our audience are probably going to confuse. But yeah. But you know there there are going to be a lot of story here that happened in our life, you know, really out of the the spirit of you know helping people to connect and eventually、mm-hmm. lead us to you know、uh, unbelievable opportunities, right? And Victor was talking about you know a, a few you know the impressive people in the space, like Vina Jetty, like Pace Morby. Those are those are great. You know, mentored in the in in the space, right?、Um, but Vic, Victor, if 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 I may,、um, I wonder what you would want to tell our audience. Say, if they're going to, you know, just getting into real estate, what what would be your advice for them? If you were going to redo it all over again, what would you start?、Oh, that's a that's a great question, and and for me, it's all about the education, right? Find a great mentor who's able to, who's already, who's already doing it right,、um, and understanding the right room. So once once you get a mentor, you're part of a community, and that community is going to be your lifeline for your next deal, your next project, your next JV, and then that's where I would do because now what I know, you didn't, you don't know what you don't know until you know, you know, and then you know. So one of the things that I've always been pushing everybody is self education, because once you get a mentor and be in the right room, it makes it so you're compressing time. So that will、right. be the first thing. Right, just like listening to podcasts like this or reading the books, you know that that really are condensing what people have experienced, have learned over a long period of time into wisdom. Or skills, right? Absolutely.、Um, just like you listening to this podcast right now from Victor, you notice that his con- his connections of his you know thought, his network just keep going, right? So you know he can easily you know pull up a story that inspire people because there's so many things happen in his life, right? Victor,、um, let's talk about your real estate journey. Like we're like when you get started, what was the your first deal look like, and what was your mindset, and things like that. Well, you know, I don't want to date myself too much, but it all started when you started that HGTV show, flip this house, right, and and, and that's where it all starts, right. You it's like, hey, I can do that too, but the the, the funny thing about it, I, you still have that scarcity mindset when you first do this, right. Then is like you、yeah. have to fix your mindset first before you start doing something amazing like real estate or any type of、uh, entrepreneurship. It took me, it took me a long while, but during that time, that's when I was getting self educated, reading courses, being part of going to meetups,、uh, and then finally pulling the trigger. So my first deal was basically a, a single family flip.、Uh, didn't realize how. How difficult it really is if you don't have the right team, the right GC,、uh, venting venting people 
is so important, guys. You have to have like references. It's like, hey, do you know G a good GC? Well, if they just give you a guy like, you know, Jim and Joe and Jose, it's like, it's going to be like, it's a flip. It could be a good, it could be bad, or it could be both. It could be just ugly. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> Due diligence goes a long way. Trust but verify should be one of the main things that you learn. And that's where I, I kind of make a couple of mistakes when I was coming up, right? Um, now, what when do you people need to are check at, for? Check for is, is like, look for their past. Uh, it's basically their resume, right? Everybody has a resume. Verify the resume. Hey, where was the project on time? Was the project over? What's some of the good, the bad, and the ugly? What would you do differently by hiring this person? You know, there's a whole entire strategy whenever you do. And this is just single family. We haven't even talked about anything else yet. <laughs> mm -hmm. The first deal, yeah. But it's, it's all about doing your due diligence. And, and a lot of people don't understand that, right, Then It's like whenever you're looking, even for an investor, you have to make sure you, you're using the right investor into your project. Because we do have our checks and balances that we have to maintain. And what happened if they check out, but we didn't go any, any deeper, right? Yeah, that's a good point. That's a good point, right? That means when you are talking about, you know, uh, investor, you're, you're, you're basically are talking about what type of money you're getting, matching what type of deals, right? If you're, if you're on the, on, on the flip and you're at the, at the point that the market can be changing and at the same time, you're pulling money from someone who, who, uh, who, who need that money to put food on the table, then that's not the right match. Right. So really it's, it. Uh, you know, it's it's really about matching the right money with the right deals. So, you know, the project move forward smoothly and, you know, align with the original purpose. Right? No, absolutely. And <clears throat> it's it's a it's a marriage, right? It's basically you're dating. Do a small deal together, see what it is, right? And then once you start dating, then you can get married. But when you get married, you have to get ready for the divorce. Mm -hmm. And and this is something we learned is is that in every JV or every partnership you have to start looking at the at the end result talking about it early makes it so much easier to talk about it when it happens and that was something that that was so insightful that you know that's one of the things that I start thinking about now because I wasn't even thinking about that before Ben it's like well we're going to be doing it for at least 10 years but what happens 10 years goes like that really quick you know and then what happens at 10 years what happens if you're a 50 50 partner you know what happens if you have a deadlock who has agreements it's like this is so much information that we don't even consider until it happens right yeah exactly the first time i learned about this was really um from our conversation with uh Vina. And guys, if you are listening to our conversation right here, and if you have no idea who Vina Jet is, first you can Google, and second you can also check one of our earlier episodes where we invited her to our you know studio to do the interview. We touch on a lot of things about multifamily, large, especially large multifamily, you know, 
operation and whatnot. She's 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 really a a queen of of multifamily. Um, you know, but but really, she was the first one who gave me the ideas. Um, when you are partnering with someone, making sure that you, uh, you both are clear on how it's going to look like if one day one person or someone want to want to have a divorce, like not to not to be partner anymore, right? What would be the deal look like? What would be the the dissolvement look like, right? No, and, and it's and it's it was like mind blowing, right? And and we call it we don't call it divorce. We call it what we call uh, we uh, uh, evolve. Evolve. <laughs> That's like I like that one better, right? You're you're evolving. You're you're actually becoming more sophisticated. You're becoming. You're able to now look at different things at a different way because when you first get into it, you're in the right path. You're parallel. But eventually, when you start growing, you tend to start veeing off a little bit, right? And then you start having separation. And that, to a certain point, you have to, right? And and it's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. You, know, you can't because, expect someone to be the same, you know, 10 years from now, right? That's what we call – how many times have you heard 1% better? 1% <laughs> better means that you're going to get better mentally. Mm-hmm physically and emotionally and spiritually you know you have to go and and build yourself better than what you were yesterday yeah. and then after, yeah. after time you become a totally different person yeah exactly and, and that 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 would really resonate with with the spirit of our our podcast really mindset into transformation over time as you do more and more and more your mindset is going to change right because the the thing that you deal with, the challenge that you've gone through, those are going to change completely, not just on your skill set, you know, your level of uh, visions and also your mindset. And different mindset will really drive you into different transformation, right? So, and, and, and the good thing is in business, you can partner up with anybody you want as long as you guys have alignment on mindset on you know the vision and whatnot right and at the same time you can go the other way right if if um you know two of the partner are not growing on the same speed or not sharing the, the same value anymore then you know a a involvement that victor just mentioned can 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 really you know the, separate the partnership and 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 like victor said it's not a bad thing it's just you know, over time, people change. Over time, mindset change, right? Well, yeah, exactly. But you know, here's the here's the beauty of it, right? Once you start evolving, guess what happens? You start you're starting uh, with different people in different communities in different rooms, and and that's one of the things I've been talking a lot too about too. Ben is like <clears throat> you have to be in the right room with the right people, right? So there's rooms that you go for free. There's rooms that you pay for. If you don't want to do that, there's another option that a lot of people don't even think about. Build your own room. And so I actually have a, a partner here in Dallas. His name is uh, uh, Karnick, and he goes under Investor Nick. Well, he has three brass taps. Uh, bars here in DFW, one in Allen, Frisco, and one in Prosper. 
Well, we actually helped Vina to host uh, SEC lawyer Nick McGruth. And so she also brought in tax strategist Larry West. And so when when she said, hey, can you help? Well, my answer was always going to be yes. No matter what it is, I was going to figure yes. it out no matter what, right? So Nick and I had a had a Zoom call that not that night, and he had a venue. He said you can use mine, and so that's what we did. So now we just had last week we had our third meetup, third meetup already, and now we're wow. gonna we're we're hosting an, a, our fourth one this month, and so. And, and here's the thing about it, too. It's going to be specific for what we, Nick, Nick and I, want to learn. It's going to be multifamily. It's going to be development. And it's going to be land. Those are the three topics. And there's so many different uh, top subtopics that goes underneath it, right? SEC lawyer, mm-hmm. tax strategist, looking for the right investor to go into your, into your uh, deal. And, and that's what we're trying to do now is focus and connect with the right people in the right expertise of their own sector of real estate. And, and Ben, it's been so much fun being talking to like, you know, like, like we talked about Vina and Nick and Larry, but now with Alvin Hope Johnson. Uh, he's a he's a developer in multifamily and specializes in affordable housing. He has a whole in, if you have if you if you don't know, you need to bring Alvin on your on your podcast. He, he has been on he actually uh we're uh, I think he's probably going to release his episode in probably a, in a few weeks. But uh, Oh you're right, you inter- you're interviewed him? Yeah, we did. Oh dude, that's awesome. He's he's an awesome person, yeah. He's a he's an amazing man, isn't he? And and yeah. once you get into that into that circle of people, man, your whole entire uh, sophistication of an investor um, intelligence has now risen ten x. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, pe- I mean the the people that Victor is talking about really are people who are doing big big deals, and you know, at, at that level, you're looking at the same thing in different lens and you will have completely different perspective, right? And so uh, it's, it's, it's going to be very different. And if you're not there yet, you know, just, just keep focusing on, you know, to get one thing done first, get your first deal done go to a second one and go on, right? And go to meet up and things like that, right? Victor is also in a position that he is organizing the meetup. He is, like he says, building his own room, right? Focus on the, the agenda that he cares about, right? And that's that's a great strategy. And, you know, for, for people who are getting into real estate, you know, uh, newer, uh, newer people or younger generation, you know, just go to other people's meetup, know enough people, and until you get a certain point, you will recognize there are some information that is just not available out there or hard to get to out there, and think about building your own meetup, right? Absolutely. And, and 
if you go to a meetup, go with, go with there with a purpose. Don't just go in there, hey, I want to meet somebody. No, you have to have a purpose for the meetup. And I always have a purpose. I want to meet at least five different people who's going to be in these areas. You're going to be either in single family, who has money, who has deals in multifamily, or something that I want to learn brand new, mm-hmm. you know? And then once you build that that purpose, and then you're able to say, hey, by the way, if you if you go to a meetup and, and you love the subject matter, like a speaker, well, talk to the speaker. Hey, mm-hmm. I love what you said. Would you consider coming into my stage and speak about what you just learned? Because there's going to be so much value there that you're able to get that one person and bring them into your stage and allow them to know who you are. Because now you're building an intimate relationship with that person that they're going to remember you. You're just not going to be another person at a meetup. You're building yeah. a stage for them to allow them to speak because they, they love that su- subject matter. And now you have that connection. So whenever they call you call them or you call, they call you, you already have a relationship, a prior existing relationship, right? Love it. Love it. Hey, um, guys, you know, when you're listening to how Victor talk about um, what you should be mentally prepared before you go to a meetup, if you don't recognize this, this is gold, right? Because um, as, a, as a new investor, I remember the first time I walked into a meetup was basically me committing myself to go into a room that make me feel uncomfortable and then walk out, right? So really, if you if you are mentally prepared, like what Victor said, right? Go in and meet five people and, you know, potentially meet with the speaker with a purpose, then you will stay there. You will be focusing on accomplishing those things instead of just, just you know, looking around and just meet, meet you know, whomever walk by, right? I think this is extremely important, and I wish that I was able to talk to Victor and learn from Victor about those, those you know, nugget you know, when I just get into real estate, because it really, you know, uh, uh, you know, I spent a lot of time figuring out how to connect with people, right? Mm-hmm. So, Victor, uh, to be a great connector or to be able to connect with with so many people in the organized matter, what are your advice? You know, oh. like other than what you just said. I, I love this topic, right? And a lot of people ask me, how, how do you how do you become a connector? It's like, well, here's here's the thing that I've learned. Technology is your friend. Use it. Get yourself an elect, a, electronic business card. Don't use the paper one. OK, unless you have a QR code that you're able to um, transfer information, then do it. But with today's technology, you have to start building your CRM. Okay. Now, which what CRM, CRM do I use? Yeah, that's the next one, right? Well, I, yeah. I, it's the best CRM to use is the one you use every day. It doesn't matter what it is. I use HubSpot. I love HubSpot. You're able to do uh, newsletters and everything else. You put your information in there. You're able to connect. You have an app on your phone. You're able to build the 
the the paper trail of all the people that you talk to, which is really important when you start looking to uh, raise capital, because it is part of uh, some of the SEC regulations that you have to have a prior existing. You can't just say, "Hey, I I know Ben," you know. We met him at the meetup and we start talking. Well, where's the proof? Proof. Gotta have a paper trail. Yeah. No paper trail doesn't yeah. exist. And Victor, then, let me let me. The, let me pa- let me pause you right here. Um, you know, for for people who are listening, CRM basically is the system that, or basically is one system allow you to really track every person you meet, every person you talk to, and what you guys talk about, how you guys meet, what time you guys meet, and what was the meet about, right? I mean, it can as easy as a notebooks, as easy as a you know Excel sheet or whatnot. But there's technology out there that can help you. To make it make things even even easier, Victor, go yep. on. Sorry about that. So, and then, like I said, use a, a business card, electronic business card. I use Link L I N Q. Um, this is also you, allows me to use it as a CRM. It tells you where I found them. You put you're able to put notes in there, uh, and then it will go back and remind you to do follow ups. Okay, and and the biggest the biggest things you need to do is follow up. Now, how do you follow up? I'm going to give you a couple of pro tips, and this is what I do, because I want y'all to be successful. Get a YouTube channel. It's, it's easy. It's free. You can do it. But whenever you use the YouTube channel, go ahead and do a video with the background, because I usually have my signs behind me and to allow them to know who I am. And then you need to start building a brand. My brand is Victor the Connector, but I do so much more than just connecting people. I also do real estate and, and I get leads that fo- follow to me. I don't have to do lead, lead generation anymore. But whenever you do a follow-up, do something special. Do a video. Do, hey, hey, thank you for the time that we met. I, it was so nice meeting you. I just wanted to make sure you remember my face, my voice, what I do. And then if you have any questions, hey, Feel free to reach out. I'm sending you my information, my number, your email. Boom. Short and sweet. Don't make it into like a five-minute thing. 10, 15 seconds short. Because the shorter, the better. Because it's gonna you have to capture their attention and it's only gonna be like very, very small. And then just send it out to the people. Make it gener- generic. Don't make it specific. Hey Bill. Hey, Susie, if you do that, you're going to be there for a long time. But if you go back and just make it a very generic piece, just send it. And then uh, do a, a follow-up text a week later. Say, hey, just want to reach out, see how you're doing. And then there's anything you need to do, please let me know. And, it, and it, when it comes to raising capital, as you know, Ben, it's like you have to keep that freaking churning and churning and, and churning. A newsletter. Now, if you haven't seen Ben's, you need to follow. You need to get his newsletter. It is very informative. A newsletter is going to keep up with what the what the current market is, the changes, and what you're looking to go back and do. Not only that, you're able to say, "Hey, this is what I'm working on. This is what the status is." There's certain information that you can give out to the public, but there's it's very limited. But if you already have a list of your preferred investors, well, now you're able to use that as a communication because you still need to communicate to your investors. 
and you make that specifically just for them. You make one, you put them in your CRM, you click the ones you're doing it, you're done by a couple of clicks. It's very important to go back and kind of kind of automate your your uh, responses and your communication. And then and it's just a, re, a rinse and repeat process after that, you know. Where can you put this in? In anything you do. Single family, multifamily, development, land, whatever. And then organize it and just keep up with it. And you'd be you'd be surprised how often it, it'll it'll come as a, as a time saver. Because you have so much you have enough on your plate that you still need to compress some of that time, right? And then don't think that you have to do it every day. Get your calendar and start blocking times on specific dates. So I have like my Mondays. It's going to be busy because of what happened during the weekend. You had to do a whole bunch of stuff that's coming in. You read your, you do your emails and everything else. Tuesdays is basically my follow-up days and some of my content. And then Wednesdays is just getting down and basically the same thing. See what what's what deals that I'm working on. Uh, what's next? Is it going to be looking to do some underwriting? Are we looking to do uh, catching up with the investors? Go ahead and do you know X, Y, and Z. But a Google Calendar, Apple Calendar, whatever you're doing, use that as a, a allow to block your time. Because with I'm telling you right now, if I don't have that Google Calendar, I don't know what I'm doing anymore because I, I, I rely on it so much because your yours on there. You're it's like, okay, uh podcast. One 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 to one three o'clock, right? And so I set it like fifteen, twenty minutes early so I can keep that chunking along, right? And then all your meetups. Your meetups, your follow ups, your deals, use it. It helps because you won't go crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 